Hi everyone, my name's Mark, I'm one of the ministers here, and great to have you connect with us today for our Vision Sunday. Now our vision here at Inspire St James Clerkenwell is to be a united and diverse community inspiring London with the good news of Jesus Christ. And there is so much for us to give thanks to God for over these past six months, as he has helped us to continue to live out this vision, despite everything that's been going on with COVID-19. From online services to daily devotionals, from the mutual aid group delivering food parcels into the community, to inspire groups on Zoom and still being able to meet together. We've had people explore the claims of Jesus Christ through virtual Christianity Explored courses and online events. And despite the financial hit that we took from the loss of the crypt bookings, we've been able to raise money for a women's worker. Uh, Inspire Football, Inspire Creative, they've been pumping out all these resources on our YouTube channel and on our website to equip parents uh, at this time. Not to mention the wonderful job the whole church family has done in in coming together and pastoring one another through a very difficult time. So there is so much to give thanks to God for. But as we look forward to the start start of a new term, looking forward to a, a new academic year, you might well be feeling frustrated that things have not yet returned to normal. If you're anything like me, back in March, I thought we'd be through all this in six months time. And yet here we are in September, still online, um, still unable to meet with other people indoors beyond two households, six households outdoors. Uh, Wonderful that we are able to meet again in person and have church services in the church building, but even then it's with masks on. Um, No congregational singing, no creche provision, no social interaction before and after. Life is not back to normal. And there are many restrictions still in place. And so the question for us is, well, how are we gonna be a united and diverse community when we are still separated and in some senses isolated from one another? How are we going to inspire London with the good news of Jesus Christ with so many COVID-19 restrictions in place? There is a real danger for us to tread water at this time and perhaps to put on hold um, our commitment to church, our commitment to this vision until a vaccine is found or until church services are back to being completely normal uh, again. Uh, But that is a danger and the Christian life is never static. The American pastor Henry Ironside was fond of saying that if you are not growing in grace, there will be backsliding and deterioration. And we want to avoid that at all costs. So let's not lose sight of our vision. Let's maintain our focus on Jesus Christ. How are we going to do that? Well, come with me now to the passage. This is the end of Matthew's Gospel. Uh, The Great Commission, Jesus's grand vision statement for the church at all time and in all circumstances. Notice first from this vision statement at the end of Matthew's Gospel, Jesus's command to go. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. 
Now, do you hear the urgency in Jesus' command here and the outward movement contained in the command? Here is the, the very saviour of the world. Here is the very meaning of life. People need to hear the good news about him, so go. Jesus says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, so we'd better listen to what Jesus is saying here and go. And this is what the Inspiring London part of our vision is all about, heeding Jesus' command to be moving outward for the sake of others so that they can hear the good news about Jesus Christ. Some people have what's called an attractional view of mission, where they think that in order for someone to become a Christian, we need to bring them to the church, build them, bring them to a church service. But Jesus' model of mission, do you see, it's the other way round. It's not bring, but go. Go to that neighbour who you barely knew pre-COVID-19. But now, through working from home, through lockdown, you get to see all the time. So go to him, go befriend him, go share Jesus with him. Go read the Bible with that colleague from work who showed no interest in spiritual things pre-COVID-19, but is now open to discussing some of these things. And actually online with Zoom, it feels a little less intense. Go virtually. Take advantage of the reach we now enjoy across the world with people connecting with us online. Go evangelise, go disciple, go make disciples of all nations. One of the fascinating observations of the past 40 years when it comes to church growth is that one of the places where the church has grown the most is a place where church gatherings were forbidden, and that is China. And certainly Christians couldn't meet together in large um, gatherings. And yes, so what, you know, what did they do? What did the Christians do? Well, they decided to do what they could, meeting up together in small groups, meeting together in underground house churches. But above all, heeding Jesus' command to go make disciples. Only a few million in 1978 now, an estimated 100 million today. God is perfectly able to grow his church whatever the circumstances we are facing. We've seen it to be true with China. It is equally true with us today. So let's do all we can to work within the current government guidelines. Let's meet together virtually online. Let's meet together in person now that we can on, on Sundays. Let's take advantage of two household indoors, six households outdoors. And let's go and make disciples in this great city of London. Inspire Football is restarting next Sunday, offering free football lessons to children aged 7 to 11 and a coach's corner which gives them a little insight into the Christian faith. FNL Friday Night Lights, our youth group, restarts on Friday, giving teenagers an opportunity to explore the claims of Jesus Christ. The Mutual Aid Group is starting a new Covid cash course and a mental wellbeing course. Will you join us? in praying for these ministries. Will you prayerfully consider whether you might like to join in and serve in one of these ministries? But above all, will you heed Jesus' command to make disciples in the year ahead? Secondly, notice the breadth of Jesus' command in verse 19. He says, 
Go and make disciples of all nations. Now, this is something we've been really passionate about as a church family way before the events of this past year and the Black Lives Matter movement and other calls for racial equality. Our vision is to be a united and diverse community, inspiring London with the good news of Jesus Christ. And that's because Jesus wants us to make disciples of all nations and for all kinds of people, whatever your socioeconomic ethnic background, to play an equal role in the life of the church. So let's give thanks to God at the start of a new year for the diversity we do enjoy across the church family, across the leadership team. Let's give thanks to God for the wide range of gifts that we have, the diverse cultural experiences we offer to one another. But there is one area in which we still need to grow, and that is in recognising the difference between diversity and inclusivity. Certainly something I've need, uh, needed to learn and have done through reading Ben Lisley's book, Why We Need to Talk About Race. And that is that he argues that it can be quite easy to have diversity in a church family. So church membership looks diverse, but actually there's not genuine diversity across the sort of cultural life of the church and the decision making um, of the church. And so some people are left feeling not included. And so this is something we really want to push into and work on in the year ahead in terms of leaders and who we identify and who we train, um, in terms of our appointments on staff, in terms of who we mentor, not just mentoring people like ourselves and people um, like me, and giving people the freedom to be you know, who they are. Uh, and if you are in a, a minority, if you are going to like serve up front in church or in every part of church, then you will trust that you are not going to be moulded into someone who you are um, not. I think this is so important, um, given the wider cultural tensions in the world right now, be it social cohesion here in London or the ongoing protests and riots over racial inequality um, globally. We really believe that the church can be different, needs to be different. We follow a saviour who gave himself for all people, who says to us, no matter the colour of your skin, your social status, you are made in the image of God with equal worth, equal dignity, and not just that, he says to us, despite our sin, despite our guilt before a holy God, you are equally loved, you are equally forgiven through faith in Jesus Christ. Now that is a message that unites us and doesn't divide us. We're all sinful, so there should be a humility in the way we treat one another, but we are also all equally loved, equally forgiven, through faith in Jesus Christ, and so we can show that same love and forgiveness to one another. So will you join us in our vision to be a united and diverse community? Will you commit to continue to listen and learn from people who are different to you? Will you bear with certain aspects of the online services or in-person gatherings that just don't fit with who you are? Remember our 25% rule, that there's bound to be parts of the service up to a quarter, we estimate, that you just won't like because we're intentionally trying to serve a diverse community with diverse tastes and experiences. And will you commit to continuing to come along on Sundays and Wednesdays, as difficult it is right now to do church and be church, with COVID because without that commitment, um, we will not have this genuine, diverse community. Well, thirdly, uh, notice 
the emphasis on obedience in Jesus's command. He says in verse 19, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. Now, this is the united part of our vision statement, not just being on mission together, not just being a part of a diverse community together, but a united community that is united in the truth of the gospel and growing together to maturity in Jesus Christ as we seek to obey everything that Jesus commanded us. Most of us will be aware of the discipleship wheel that we often use here at Inspire St. James Clerkenwell. So here's the wheel. Um, right at the heart of it, driving everything, is the gospel of grace. Um, our relationship with God not being something we earn, um, but something we simply enjoy and live out as we meditate on the Bible, hear God speak to us and talk to him in prayer and meet up with other Christians, particularly church on Sundays to spur one another on and then on mission together, as we've just seen already. Uh, go make disciples of all nations and live for Christ in all aspects of life. This, we believe, is how we will grow more and more to be a united, diverse community inspiring London with the good news of Jesus Christ. But of course, over the past six months, it's been really hard to do that church aspect, that spoke of the discipleship wheel. Yes, we've had online services on Sundays. Yes, we've been able to um, meet virtually inspired groups over Zoom, but that is not the same as meeting together in person worshipping God together, sharing the Lord's Supper together, pastoring one another face to face. Some of you have spoken about something not feeling right you know, over these past um, six months of you feeling zoomed out at all this virtual interaction and just missing the human touch. And that is absolutely right. We are embodied beings. We are made to be in the presence of um, one another. <clears throat> now, of course, uh, um, that's not to say that phone calls can't help, Zoom um, calls can't help to spur one another on when we're feeling low, when we're feeling stressed out, we're in need of encouragement. Of course, use that. But what I'm saying here is that sometimes what we want, what we need more than anything else is just to have someone in the room with us. Now, even if they don't say anything, just the physical presence can be such an encouragement to us, let alone a shoulder to cry on, let alone all the non-verbal communication that comes from being together in person with someone else. So can I encourage us to be meeting up with one another as much as possible as we move into this next term? Take advantage of being able to watch the online service with another household. It makes such a difference. You could even go virtually to your Inspire group with another household as we seek to spur one another on in obedience to Jesus Christ. And I also encourage us to make every effort to come along to the in-person gatherings on Sundays, which if you don't know are alternating between a 9.30 communion service and a 4pm evening prayer. Now I say this with full respect for the government guidelines and for the seriousness of COVID-19. All our in-person gatherings are completely COVID compliant. Track and trace, 
hand sanitizer on the door, masks being worn, a one-way system around the church, pews cordoned off at two metres and social distancing at all at times. Um, so if you don't have any symptoms, if you know you're not at risk, if you can get to church safely, then please do come along because we really do need one another. And that means that we as a church are going to lean more and more into the in-person services um, this term and this uh, year. We've got something lined up for the children, a monthly family service um, at 4pm in the crypt this term. Details will be in the weekly update going out tomorrow. And as we continue to test the live streaming from the church building as we're doing on Wednesdays, we will also look to move to a hybrid in-person uh, main Sunday uh, service. Of course, at the right time, of course, this all depends on what happens over the winter with the second potential second spike or the need for local lockdowns. But either way, will you join with us in our vision to be a united community as we spur one another on in obedience to Jesus Christ? Well, finally and fourthly, notice the reassurance that Jesus leaves us with. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. I don't know if our vision particularly excites you right now, whether you feel overwhelmed by it. Some of you might just be feeling tired and weary of the past six months and this new term hasn't even started yet. Some of you will be fearful of what COVID-19 might still do to you. Some of us anxious about our jobs, our finances. Some of us still grieving from what COVID has taken from us. There'll be a whole range of emotions across the church family right now. But no matter how you're feeling, no matter what you personally are facing, one thing I know, Jesus Christ is the one you need. And here he is at the end of Matthew's gospel promising to never leave you or forsake you. I'll be with you always to the very end of the age. There is never a second in the day when Jesus Christ is not by your side if you are a follower of him. So draw near to him for strength. Let's not lose sight of him, this vision. Let's make sure that we do not drift or put things on hold during this next term. But instead, let's prayerfully commit to join in this vision to be a united, diverse community inspiring London with the good news of Jesus Christ. Well, let me pray that for us now. Father God, we thank you for this vision you have given us to be united, diverse, inspiring London with the good news of Jesus Christ. And so I pray that you would help us to do that more and more in the year ahead. We ask it for Jesus' sake. Amen.